acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Hank Haney Podcast, Saturday, Strong Edition. Steve Johnson here along with Minnesota Tim Parachka. Hey, I got to apologize for last week. Uh, it, was, it was 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 not good. Um, you know, we changed. We had the time change, Tim. You know, daylight savings and all that <laughs> stuff. This, that wasn't the reason. That wasn't the reason. No. So I thought, okay, daylight savings is getting a little bit cooler. Uh, Let's come in a little bit later. So instead of the guys coming in at 5 o'clock in the morning to start their work, let's come in at 6.30. So Friday morning rolls around. And when I, what I usually do when I'm opening up, I've got a big old keychain. And I don't want to carry it around in my pocket, so I put it on my desk. And so I come in the next morning, and I go to the front gate, and I check my pockets, and I usually put the keys in my car in the console, just so I know I have them. And I look in the console, no keys. And, mm. Oh, nuts. Man, I, I, I left them on the desk. So I thought, that I can't call the guys at 5 in the morning to see if they could come unlock the gate for me. So I just sat there. And I texted you saying, I am uh, screwed. <laughs> we even had a loyal listener reach out to us last week. And ask us why there was no Saturday Strong. And I explained to him that uh, Steve Johnson got locked out of the golf ranch. And he will share the story on next Saturday Strong. Yeah, well, it was a dumb head. It was a dumb head move by the Steve, uh, for sure. It was stupid. And, you know, you get to, you get to work and you think, okay, I'm ready to start my day. And you can't. You've got to just sit there. And there's nothing open at 5 in the morning. So I'm just sitting there in my car. And uh, texting back and forth with uh, Timmy P. And you said, evidently, your schedule is so tight that uh, I said, hey, let's do it at six. Can't do it. Can't do it. And plus, Hank had submitted a few podcasts, so that's good. 
Hey, let me let me uh, let's change the subject here. I, I I feel stupid. Dumbhead Steve locking himself out of the the studios. The Dallas Don't be studios. so self conscious about it, Steve. Don't be so self conscious. It's okay. okay. It happens. So another subject here. I'm switching subjects. Uh, one of my students reached out to me, and she had a real good. Her name's Ellen Port. She had a really good summer, and uh, so she's. Uh, I'm, I'm going to try not to make this a long, uh, a long story. So she said, "Hey, I've got an opportunity to go play in a uh, four ball event in Phoenix. Do you think I should ask Hank if uh, I could come over?" And I mean, I know what she wants. She wants him to watch her and, and give her give her the thumbs up or, you know, give her something to work on. And I thought, you know, she's she had a really good summer. But, I mean, Hank was the first one. Hank really formed her golf game. And she's a seven-time USGA winner. Four U.S. mid-ams and three U.S. senior women's mid uh, amateurs. And so she had a good summer. But I said, you know, hey, I... I sent her back a text. I said, Hey, it'd be neat to go see Hank to see his family and to see his new house. And so I, st- I kept thinking about it and I thought, you know what, what she should really do is out of the blue. She should just send him a little note, thanking him for all that he's done for her. And he's, he's done, he has done a lot. I mean, she's, she was a, a very competitive, uh, loves competition, but she didn't really start playing great golf until Hank helped her. And so I'm thinking the wheels are turning, Tim. You can see them turning, turning, turning in my head. And I thought, you know what? I should send Hank a little, a little note, just thanking him. And so I did. And here's what it said. It's a, it's a little bit gushy. I get a little bit emotional when I read it. Are you a sugar coating? No, no, I'm not sugarcoating it. I'm You're not, gusher. Sugar- You're gushing. Well, this is this is a little bit of a gush. The gusher. For sure. Okay, so you want me to read it? It's just very short, very short one. I said another random Steve in quotes thought because he always tells me I changed the subject. <laughs> so here we go. Hank, I was thinking about our relationship and the time we've shared over the last 30 plus years and I had to smile. I don't think I ever said it enough how much I appreciate all the time and effort you spent helping me with all aspects of life. And you know what I'm talking about, Tim. It's not just golf. Hank's got opinions in all, all forms of life. He's trying to help you with that as well, right? Yes, he has. I should write a letter okay. myself. Well, okay, so listen, this could be a, this could be a, a inspiration for you. So I said, uh, I never I said it enough how much I appreciate all the time and effort you've he- spent helping me with all the aspects of life, teaching, business, parenting, and all the experiences and people you introduced me to, as well as being a great mentor and friend. I wanted to let you know how much I appreciate what you've done for me and my family. Thanks, Hainer. What do you <laughs> think he, of that? That's good. That's good. I'm, I'm trying to imagine Hank's response to your wonderfully put letter or email. I'm, I'm imagining in my head, Hank sees this. He sits back in his chair. What the fuck is this about, bud? <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking this. Well, what? What the F did you do? What do you want? What, no, no, no. Uh, you know, and I, those, those things went through my head too, but he did respond. Uh, I sent it at 6.02 yesterday, and he responded at 9.14 p.m. yesterday. Wow. Uh, thanks for the nice note, Steve. Look at this. And that's what, all I want. I just wanted him. Yeah. I just I wanted him to know. I mean, just a random 
reaching out. I was thinking about him. I thought, you know what? I, here I'm telling Alan Port to write him a nice note. I need to write him a nice note. And I did. And I, I felt good about it. You should feel good about that. That was a nice note. That was very genuine. Got a great Hank response. I really should yeah. follow you in your footsteps here on this one. Yeah. You better wait a little bit. He's going to think it's a conspiracy theory if you both uh, <laughs> fire him out there. Well, he doesn't think yours is a conspiracy. Or Oh, you no. told Ellen Port to write one, so you tried to beat no. her to the punch, so then Ellen Port looks like she's copying you. No, 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 no. I didn't send it. I started to send her a text to tell her, you know what, she ought to really send him a little note of gratitude of all he's done, but I didn't send it. <laughs> I erased it. I thought, you know what, I should do that. Yeah. And then I did it. I did. So, so you thought of an idea that would be helpful for one of the former students, but then you thought the idea was so good that you ended up doing it yourself. Well, yeah, and he's helped me a hell of a lot more than he's helped Ellen Port. Right, but that's not the point. I mean, you we thought of an teaching. idea for a student, and you thought the idea was so good, you abandoned that idea for the student that it could possibly help, and you stole the idea. Well, I felt guilty. I felt guilty that, you know what? Here I'm telling Ellen Port to do something, and I should do it because he's helped me a heck of a lot more than he's helped Ellen Port. I thought, you know what? If anyone needs to write Hank a letter, it would be me. So I did. Hmm. I felt good about it. Oh, good. And I felt a little gushy, a little uh, over-the-top gushy on it, but uh, you know what? It's the truth. He's the guy who's helped me out a bunch, and I appreciate it. I'll never forget it yeah. unless I get Alzheimer's. Oh, well, there you go. Well, no, no lack of honesty being shared on this podcast this morning. But yeah, yeah that's yeah. good. I, I do applaud you for writing that, Steve. You know, you're you can be you're, you're a very funny guy. You can have laughs, but you can also take it to another level. You can be serious. You have that mix of laughter and seriousness, which is something that I respect. It's something that I try to do myself. So um, maybe I'll write you a letter too. <laughs> I should write well, you a letter. I mean, you know, it was, it was a, it, you know, I'm, I'm going to use a, a religious term here. Um, and you'll understand because you're a youth pastor, you'll understand it. I felt convicted. Ooh. I, I, you know, here I'm, here I am, I'm giving suggestions to a person. I think, you know what? I really need to do that. And so here's the, here's the, the, uh, the encouragement to our listeners. Hey man, send somebody a note just out of the blue. It's somebody that's helped you or somebody that is, is uh, not necessarily self-serving stuff, but just somebody that you think that uh, be serious about it. I mean, be, be honest and be, be real about it. Um, but I mean, there's a lot of listeners that have parents that are still alive. Hey, man, I appreciate everything you've done, all the sacrifices you've made for me. Yeah, you know? it was a beautiful note. Um, it, is it, uh, is it military week or military month? No, it was, uh, it was veterans day last week. Oh, veterans last, day last week. Did you say yeah, something yeah. to your son? He's a veteran. Yes. Right? Yes. Now he is in a, uh, it's, it's called, uh, an officer's training deal. He's with 500 other captains in Alabama, Maxwell air force base. And, uh, they're going through some training. Uh, team building and stuff, and then what? Like the military always does, they rank those those uh, participants one to five hundred. Everything that's done in the military is done in a rank. Your your there's a pecking order, 
And some of it's subjective, but uh, the goal is, hey, you know, you want to be you want to be high on that pecking order, so you have opportunities, you have more options when you go to the next level. Hmm. Now, some of the guys at the captain level, uh, they will not get promoted to major. So he's still active. Yes. Yes. Okay. okay. Yeah, he's active. He's he's uh, he's active military. I was thinking it was one of the Ohio or New York Suns, but this is another one. This is the Ohio Sun. Oh, this is the Ohio Sun. You said he was in Oklahoma. Yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Ohio. Oh, okay. Yeah, when he said he was, with the no. when he said he was in Oklahoma, Oklahoma, and I'm like, who's, no. <laughs> who's this no, kid? Ohio. Ohio. <laughs> yeah, okay. I said he was in Maxwell Air He was at Maxwell Air Force Base in Alabama. Oh, Alabama. Okay, that's what it was. Alabama. Yeah. yeah. There you go. That so makes that, more that's sense. where he is right now. He's 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 just visiting there for it's a six it's a six week program, Jim. So uh, he's going to be a lot smarter at the end of it. Hmm. So anyway, this is a golf show. So let's uh, let's talk a little bit about golf. A lot's happened since the the week that we've been off. I think we should um, take a break first and get back. Really talking about you yeah, think so? we're already twelve minutes into the podcast. Okay, well you're the producer, so you uh, you go ahead and uh, tell me what I need to know about either Haney University. Or Voodoo Pain Relief. Yeah. Everyone go to HaneyUniversity.com and find out how you can get a golf lesson from Hank at his new house, his studio, putting green, golf studio, golf simulator. The house has everything that you need to be better at golf. And you also have something else to be better at golf. You've got Hank. Hank's one of the greatest instructors of all time, and he will help you get better at golf. You can also buy practice aids training aids on HaneyUniversity.com. So check all of that out and get better at golf today. We'll be right back on the Hank Haney podcast. This is my question. Are we going to see the beginning of the end for Jordan Spieth? That's next. What? Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants They all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. 
the warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Junie. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Okay, welcome back to the Hank Haney Podcast. We, it's, it's been a while since we've talked golf, Tim, so we get, let's get right into it. Let's talk up a little golf. Uh, and, and most people like to talk professional golf, but if you want to talk about your golf game, all you got to do is send me a video. At, listen to this. It's a, I've got a new email address. Wow. S. Johnson, S. Johnson, at champ, C-H-A-M-P, golf, G-O-L-F, Dot net. S. Johnson at champgolf.net. Why did your email change? Well, um, th- there's a number of reasons. Uh, we are, uh, there's an entity that Hank and I have that we are dissolving uh, called Hank Haney Golf. Um, just because we don't, you know, it's been out there for a long time and, and uh, we don't want any liabilities hanging out there. We sold one of our properties. And uh, that we had a management agreement with Hank Haney Golf, and that's no longer. So, what you do as a business is when it's that business is finished, you dissolve the entities. And uh, I didn't want to. I didn't want to confuse the listeners because if they're they want a lesson with Hank, and they go to golf schools at HankHaney.com and they get me, and they come out here for the golf school, and they say, "Well, where's Hank?" And I said, "Oh, you went to the wrong, you went to the wrong uh, email address. You should have gone to Haney University." Mm-hmm. So yeah. uh, I just I wanted to clear that up. So well, that makes sense. That's, that's why we're yeah. doing that. Champgolf.net, uh, still the same great video analysis. And all you got to do is send in down the line video. Tell me what your big miss is. And I did see a guy, one of our loyal listeners from the SiriusXM days. Uh, his name is John Oob out of, uh, he's out of New Orleans, uh, Louisiana, just outside of New Orleans. And I think St. Charles and this Tim, this guy has taken lessons from everybody. He's taken lessons. I'm going to tell you what his lesson resume is. He's taken lessons from David Ledbetter. He's taken lessons from Butch Harmon. He's taken lessons from George Gankus. He's taken lessons from Sean Foley. He's taken lessons from, Jim Hardy. <laughs> He's taken lessons from Mark Blackburn. He's taken a lot of lessons and a lot of high profile lessons. And he came for a lesson and uh, he did really well. I had, and he said, you know, hey, this is kind of what Butch was telling me. Yeah, Some I was actually curious that, where he would rank the lessons. You know, uh, he did, I, I thought he did really well. Um, it's hard. It's hard to compete with uh, the high profileness of those those other teachers, but uh, he sent me some videos, so I'm working on it. And, uh, you got 
he got better hits right away. I had him talk to our younger teachers, our newer teachers. Because every lesson, every student takes something away from a lesson. And so I said, hey, just let's just go down the list of your lesson-taking resume and tell us the thing that jumps out of your your memory about this lesson that you took, like with Butch Harmon and David Ledbetter and Jim Hardy and all these guys. And uh, he did. It was great. It was great. Hmm. Cool. So you're intriguing me with this Jordan Spieth, the beginning of the end. I, I don't. I didn't see that coming, Tim. Well, Jordan Spieth has came out of nowhere in the previous year. Went from around 82nd in the world golf rankings, and then he got into the top 10, and they took a few weeks off, and now he's fallen out of the top 10. He's ranked 11 or 12 or something like that. And uh, I'm looking at this news story, and I was looking at his Twitter the other day, and he posted a picture with a little hand going around his pointer finger. Uh And um, Jordan Spieth and his wife had a baby recently this week. And Uh the little baby's name is Sammy Spieth. So I don't know if that's a girl. looks like it's a boy, actually. I think it's a boy. Because they're talking about how he might make the Masters in 2043. (laughs) Okay. So you're thinking just because the guy has a child, is that what you're thinking? Or well, he's go going to the next expand. phase of his life. Yeah, he went, he's going into the next phase of his life. We all hear about players that struggle after having kids because they enter that next phase of life. Rory McIlroy has struggled since having a kid. Ricky Fowler has struggled since having a kid. Is Jordan Spieth the next one to lack a certain amount of focus needed on the golf course every single time you play now that he's had a kid. Okay, well, we'll get to Jordan here in a second. You, you mentioned Ricky Fowler, which you claimed about a few weeks ago that he was back. That's what you claimed, <laughs> and now you're saying he's not back. Well, he's uh, not. No, he's not back. But I said he was on his way to being back. I didn't say he was back. I said he's on his way to being back. Okay, so the, the, child, the child has no influence on Ricky, Ricky Fowler's game. In fact, I'm going to give you a little insight here, Tim. Especially when the, the kids are young. When the kids are young, both preschool kids, anywhere from infant all the way to preschool. When you go out on the tour, uh, it's going to be a hassle if he takes the whole family out there with him. That's going to be, that's, that's going to be a big project. However, Jordan Spieth, his, his, home, his hometown is Dallas. That's where he lives now. His wife has family here has in-laws here so i'm saying that this could be the springboard to even more commitment on jordan spieth's part really he leaves town he gets a hotel room he can sleep at night (laughs) he's getting good rest no four o'clock feedings no 2 a.m feedings uh a lot of the guys when they go when their wives have babies they enjoy getting out on the road because it's a little, but it's a little me time. Hmm. It's a, it's a little, it's an opportunity to focus on. Now he's, he is going to feel a lot of responsibility. You know, Hey, now I've got another mouth to feed. Uh, eventually, you know, my son or my son's going to be, uh, he's going to need to go to private school. Um, you know, he's probably going to need some therapy. Uh, and you know, yeah, I got to raise some money. I got to, I got to make some money here because I want to take care of my family. But so what's going more to happen, 
But what's going to happen, Steve, is that when he is on the tour and he's having a bad week, now it's not do or die on the PGA Tour. If he's having a bad week, he can think to himself, okay, well, my wife's back home. Little Sammy Spieth is back home. I have so many great things going on in my life, and I'm okay playing bad this week. And does that carry on to future weeks on the PGA Tour? It might. You know, it, it may. We'll have to see. I don't think so. I mean, you think so, but I don't think so. I think, uh, I think that he's, he's righted the ship in a lot of ways. Did your golf instruction lower after having children? No. No. <laughs> Too dedicated. No. Well, I mean, you know, you, we were building the business. I, I, when, when Hank and I started the golf ranch back in 90, late 90, my wife was just about to give birth to our first son in 1990. So, I mean, I felt a lot of responsibility here. I'm quitting the job. I quit a job. I mean, I, 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 didn't, I didn't hesitate because I knew if I could just hang on to Hank's coattails, that I would be... Well, I would do great because I knew he he was not done. I mean, I couldn't imagine at that time Tiger Woods was just a junior golfer at the time. So I couldn't imagine the Tiger Woods episodes and all that stuff. But, you know, I just never hesitated. I thought, but I felt responsible. Heck, that first year that Hank and I opened the golf ranch, I taught 1,800 hours with a lesson. That is a lot of lessons. In addition to that, we ran the pro shop. Um, scheduled the the workers. I mean, it was uh, there was a lot to it, a lot going on, paying the bills. Hank did a lot too. I mean, he would he was kind of in charge of the golf course that we had, and he would tell the the maintenance crew what they needed to do. So it was it wasn't like I was all by myself, but uh, there was a lot going on. We had horses there that we had to take care of. What a pain in the butt <laughs> having a horse at the golf ranch. So. It's a nice milestone for his life. It's, it is another chapter starting, but he's right in the middle of, he just turned the chapter on his career and he's not done yet. Mm. Will he win another major championship? Yes. Okay. No question. No, no question. question. Wow. No question. Jeez. Yeah, he will win another one. Can you ride a horse successfully? No. No. I'm scared of horses. Really? Uh, yeah, I, I was on a horse when I was a kid, and it got spooked, and it took off. I fell off. Our workers would walk the horses in from the corral into the stalls at night. They didn't even need the lead rope. When I was, when I was leading them in, I'd have to get oats to, te- to tempt them to keep following the oats into the stall because they, would, uh, they knew. They know. They're smart animals. You think that they're stupid, but they... They know when you don't know what you're doing, they know. Hmm. Believe me. Believe me. So. Okay. Well, we got a lot of other topics that we need to get into. Um, yeah. Did you claim that Brooks Kepka was back too? He's, uh, he's back <laughs> to missing cuts again. I thought I you thought he said, you said he was so. back too. I think that was you. No? I think that was you that proclaimed that. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. He's know. not back yet. I don't know. He's your guy now. I mean, you're, you're all about the Brooks Kepka. You're gushing over Hank. You're gushing over Brooks Kepka. You're just the gusher now. Well, I'm, I'm looking forward to the big match. Yeah, well, yeah, we got to get into that next. Brooks Kepka versus Bryson DeChambeau playing in Vegas. Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley on the call with Brian Johnson, I believe is his name. So we're going to get into the match next. Is and it 
Ernie, also, Ernie Johnson or Brian Johnson? It's Brian something. Ernie okay. Johnson's not doing it this week. Or okay, next week. okay. But um, I, also have a, I also have a comparison. So because we're getting biblical, Steve was convicted to write a letter to Hank. I'm also convicted by something I got to share with Steve next. I've been, in the, I've been diving deep into my Bible recently, and I have a comparison for the great predictor Steve Johnson to one of the great all-time biblical characters in the Old Testament. That's coming okay. up. But Good. first, go to voodoopainterleaf.com right now and get a free two-week supply of Voodoo Pain Relief Cream. The supply is a patented product, and it will take care of your aches and your pains. So go to voodoopainterleaf.com for a free two-week supply right now and feel better today. Without the ones like you who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Rosie, somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. It feels so good. It does. And like always, we'll be here every week covering the wide world of TV, movies, comics, and geek culture. That's right. We'll be talking about Batman, heroes of that stature, and of course, we'll be inviting our friends in the industry to come geek out with us and share stories. We'll hear from TV writers, from actors, comics creators, pop culture critics, and more. Nothing is off the table, because geek culture is pop culture, and we can't wait to share our love of it all with you every single week. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with season two of the award-winning film podcast, and this time with a lot more movies. I'm your host, Alex Fumero, and each week I'm going to talk to the people behind some of my favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny. The warmth of Fredo and the coldness of Michael. To the OG spy kid, Alexa Penavega. You had Carlo Gugino, who's the coolest mom ever. You had Antonio, who's handsome, amazing, charismatic. And then Carvin and Juni. I felt like a lot of other kids felt like this could be me. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Every episode will feature interviews with the biggest actors, directors, writers, and producers behind your favorite films and tap into the history of Latinos in film. Listen to More Than a Movie as part of the My Cultura Podcast Network, available on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Back to the Hank Haney podcast and the religious station that we just so we got uh, Tim Tim three sixteen we're just about to hear 
So what, uh, Mm. tell me, let's use the biblical comparison for this golf question, Tim. It is a golf question, isn't it, or an observation? It's an observation, yes. Okay, all right. Honestly, it's a part of my letter towards you. It's a part of my letter. (laughs) Copy, copycat. Yeah, but it's very unique. I I don't think you included biblical references in your letter to Hank. You were convicted to write it, but I don't think you finished it with a biblical verse. Right. So anyway, this let, let, let me interject here. But isn't, doesn't that make sense? Hey, here I'm giving a suggestion to somebody. I thought, you know what? I really need to do that. Heck with Ellen Port. Steve Johnson <laughs> needs to write that. So technically, you're being very selfish with your with your actions. No, I, I didn't think so. I just felt like, I, man, I was, I, I think, you know, if anyone needs to write a letter of gratitude, it would be me. Mm. So that's that's where I was. So sorry to interrupt. No, I, I, I was just thinking, I love how I said the F word earlier, referencing something Hank would said, and now I'm getting all biblical as a youth pastor. But yeah, okay, yeah, let's yeah, get into the story. Over, you're all over the place. I am a little all over the place. Let's get into the story. So you, the great predictor Steve Johnson, are just like Abraham in the Old Testament. Ooh, yeah. okay. So here's the reason why. You are my Abraham. Okay. So Abraham in the Old Testament, him and Rebecca were... Well, no, who was his wife? Rebecca was Isaac's wife. Abraham, who was his wife? Him and his wife, I can't think of his wife right now, couldn't have a baby. Was it Elizabeth? Elizabeth? Elizabeth, that that sounds about right. No, I don't think it was. No, I can't think of his wife's name. I'm going to look. I'm going to look it up. Okay. Abraham and his wife. Yeah. They could not have a baby. So what they did was Abraham slept with one of his servants so that they could have a baby, and then they had a baby. Like 20 Sarah, years later, Sarah, Sarah thank Sarah. you, Abraham and Sarah. So Abraham slept with his servants, had a baby, because Sarah could not have a baby. She's infertile. Although God's promise to Abraham and Sarah was that they would conceive a baby. They did not listen to God. Okay, so man, we're getting way off track here. But, but so let me, let me, let's get to the point. Let's get to the point. I'm getting to the point. Be patient. Okay. Be patient. Okay. okay. Abraham and Sarah eventually have a baby, and their baby is Isaac. So they sinned and had another baby, and that produced Isaac with Sarah. So God uses our sins to make great things happen. Okay. And I want to give a thank you to the great predictor Steve Johnson for <laughs> making all of iHeartRadio happen. You, your, your sins at Sirius XM, which I have fully forgiven, <laughs> it made all of this happen on iHeartRadio. It made me a youth pastor. So God used your sins to make this story an amazing story. I knew it all. All roads lead to blaming Steve is what I know. <laughs> that, that, that is exactly, I, I, it, it took you a while to get there, but I knew... I'm not uh, blaming Asian. you. I'm praising God for using us in a very <laughs> unique way. Hank's agent pointed the finger at me right away, you know, and uh, <laughs> so did so did one of your colleagues over at Sirius. Like one of the uh, pimple pimple uh, who uh, uh, pimple voice. <laughs> one of the producers. What's his? Uh, he he was also <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> He was blaming, oh, how could you let that happen, blah, 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 blah. I'm sharing a, I I mean, Steve, I'm a youth pastor right now, praising God, exalting God, sharing messages. 
And it all happened because of you. And it all happened because of God used you in a situation to make it all happen. Okay. You're welcome. Thanks. You're welcome. That's all I got to say is thank you. Okay. Yeah, I really appreciate it. <laughs> all right, buddy. Okay. So, uh, We've got the RSM Classic. That's the Davis Love the Third Invitational. You know, he's the host there. He hosts a nice party for a lot of the, the younger players, that uh, newcomers to the PGA Tour. Yep. Um, that is the home of the Sea Island Mafia. We've talked about them a lot. You know, we've got Zach Johnson living out there. We've got uh, Kuchers out there. We've got a bunch of guys out there. Sea Island Mafia. Good course. Now they're playing the two courses. They're playing the plantation. They're playing the ocean course. And I tell you what, man, the uh, the guys are tearing it up. Ten under was leading through the first round. Uh, we're taping this and, and recording this early on Friday morning, so they haven't teed off yet for their second round. But that's how familiar courses, guys with familiar courses, like Zach Johnson, he shoots nine under. Nine under. Now, Zach Johnson hasn't shot nine under in a long time. He's a little bit past his prime. The game has passed him up a little bit. Uh, another, not the strongest of fields, but I think it's going to be good this weekend. It's a neat, uh, neat uh, looking course. Background and television? It'll be background TV. We've got a lot of football this week. We've got uh, a lot going on. We've got college football. We have pro football. But a lot of low scores. I mean, right now. Speaking you've of got to football, be un- did you watch the Cowboys okay. beat the Vikings on the Sunday Night Football? Yeah, that was uh, that was a butt kicking, huh? Mm. Not really. Yeah, that it was, was twenty that to was, sixteen. It's a close game. That was on a butt well, kicking. Well, I mean, it depends on what side of the field you're on. <laughs> so we got uh, we got uh, almost everybody in the field here. Tim is under par. 136, 141 guys are, are even even par better after the first round. That's pretty dang low. Hmm. Ke- my man, Kevin Kisner, is four over. He's, he's missing the cut. Yeah, it's not a good day for him. Okay, Steve, no. let's dive into no. the match. So Kepka versus okay. Bryson DeChambeau. Is this background television? Is this something that you will willingly watch, that you will make an effort to watch Friday after Thanksgiving? I think it's going to give us some great content for discussion. Really? I think Brooks Kepka, Brooks Kepka, he'll say some stuff and people will think, wow, what a buffoon. Uh, Charles Barkley will say something and they'll, people will think, wow, that was, uh, <laughs> that was out there on the limb. And then Phil Mickelson will say something and people will think, wow, that was very insightful. Phil Mickelson, as little as he's been on t- TV, being an announcer or being an analyst, he's damn good at it. I mean, Hank was very impressed when uh, when Phil went into the booth. I forget what what event that was. What event was that that he, he got into the booth? And uh, he did a hell of a job, man. Hell of a job. Yeah. Really real, insightful. He could put words together. Uh, in a lot of ways, Bryson DeChambeau reminds me of this generation's Phil Mickelson because what? he's got a lot to say. What's okay. that? I said, what? what? Yeah. 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 I think that <laughs> Bryson DeChambeau will, be, I don't think he's going to win as many events as Phil has won, but I think when, when Bryson DeChambeau speaks, people listen, he's very thoughtful in what he says. 
He doesn't. He thinks way out of the box. So people like Phil Mickelson, though. And I think there's a lot of people that like Bryson DeChambeau. I think the reason some people are on the fence is because a guy like Brooks Kepka comes out and and criticizes him. And uh, I mean, the rumor is he has a hard time finding, you know, playing partners at the Ryder Cup. Uh, I mean, I like Bryson DeChambeau. Is it a good? I think idea? he's going to be good for the game. That they're only playing 12 holes instead of 18? Is that all they're playing? Were they going to play six and six? I guess. Wow. Or is it all in one day or is it uh, two days or what? (laughs) One day. Okay, one day, 12 holes. They probably thought, man, people could hang in there 12, but 13, no way. 14, uh uh-uh. And it's, it's a time constraint deal. Uh, there's a lot going on. Is it going? Is it on the Friday after Thanksgiving? Is that when it airs? Yes. Yep. Okay. okay. There are a lot of characters for this event to be great. Brooks Kepka, Bryson DeChambeau. They obviously have the feud. You know, they kind of came together during the Ryder Cup. They hugged it out after the team won. After the team just decimated the European team. The characters on television: Phil Mickelson and Charles Barkley. I think this has the makings of a good match. I don't think it will be anything spectacular. I don't think it's must-watch television. I will turn it on for a couple of holes, see what happens. But for these kinds of matches, I don't get glued to the television for them. I like to be on social media. I like to see the highlights because there's a highlight about every three or four holes, and then it's posted to social media. Why would I watch the event when I can just watch the highlights later? That's true. That's true. That's a, that's a lot of guys do that with baseball. Yeah. Yeah. So, so, uh, I mean, I, I'm looking forward to it. I think I'm going to watch the whole, I'm going to watch all 12. Are you off the Friday after Thanksgiving? Um, yeah, I mean, I'll, I'll come in and, and we're, we're overseeding right now. We're trying to get our golf course back open. So I'll, I'll be at work a little bit, but, uh, I'll be I'll be horizontal. Where are you, where are you going next? We'll probably be off next Friday. So where are you going for Thanksgiving next Thursday? Um, we're staying here. We're staying here, going to a friend's house. Uh, some people that adopted us a long time ago um, invited us to you know Easter dinner and, and uh, Thanksgiving dinner and all that. Uh, the Normans. So that's where we're gonna go. Greg's and, house. Uh, not not Greg Norman's house. He's busy with his new, uh, you know, his new golf league. But no, it's the the Harold Norman, the Normanator. Okay, it's the Normanator. Hmm. That's where we're going. Uh, and so that'll be fun. It'll be fun. I, I haven't seen Harold in a while. Um, Are you a stuffing or a turkey guy? I love turkey. I love the dark meat. Uh, I love the I love the stuffing, but the Gluten free is a uh, is tough to get gluten free. That's true. Uh, I'll probably they'll probably have some rice there. I'll do rice. I'll do a little cranberry. What's your favorite? What's your favorite uh, portion of the meal? I, I like the gluten free stuffing. I'm a big fan of the gluten free stuffing. Really? Okay. Yeah. And and well, last year, mm. last last year we went to Columbus and uh, my wife Michelle made uh, dairy free, gluten free. Thanksgiving dinner was awesome. Oh wow! Yeah, it was very good. Um, hey, I I wanted to let's talk a little bit more about golf. 
I came to an agreement with uh, the guy that's at the top of the food chain in, uh, in training. Let me tell you who he has. Now, uh, he's, he's got probably, he probably has who four or five of the top 10 players in the world that he trains. Um, and he's here locally in Dallas and he has agreed to put together our training program for our students, junior, juniors all the way to adults. And, uh, we're excited about it. We're going to take it all over the country at these other facilities that we're going to be doing. We're going to be putting teachers at, and we think it's going to be another aspect that'll help someone play better golf. You know, how many people in golf, especially once you get up there in age a little bit, the range of motion, their flexibility, their speed and all that, they're losing everything. And this is a way to help you recapture that youthful swing that you used to have and to have more fun, get play golf a lot longer, a lot better. I could use that. I am not a flexible person. I have never been a flexible person in my entire yeah. life. Yeah. Well, we're going to we're going to analyze you and we're going to send you some exercises. Troy Van Beesen is um, my friend's name. And like I say, he is at the top of the food chain in terms of training golfers at the highest levels. So he's got them all. I can't I, I don't feel really good about saying the names because uh, we haven't asked permission to say the names. But he has some some of the highest profile golfers in the country. Hmm. Wow. Have you bought a yeah. golf ranch out in Connecticut yet, or Minnesota? Well, no, we. Uh, I'm not. I'm not buying it. I'm just putting a teaching team together, and uh, the guys that I'm hooking up with are closing on that here shortly. They may be closing on it this week. So, mm-hmm. um, if you're in the Connecticut area, Broomfield, Connecticut, uh, stay tuned because we're going to have a great teaching team for you. We're going to have uh, a lot of programs, and uh, we're expanding in the market near you soon. So keep your ears open. Good stuff. All right, everyone. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Saturday Strong with the great predictor, Steve Johnson, a.k.a. Abraham, the father of many sons. All right, everyone. Take care. Stay safe. Hit bombs, make putts, and leave the flag stick in, and have a great weekend and a great Thanksgiving. Thanks, Timmy. The Hank Haney Podcast is a production of iHeartRadio. For more podcasts from iHeartRadio, visit the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you listen to your favorite shows. Hello, acclaimed comics writer and notorious Scott Summers hater, Rosie Knight. Well, hello, Emmy-winning podcaster and totally unbiased Targaryen royal supporter, Jason Concepcion. Somehow the X-Ray Vision podcast has returned. And like always, we'll be here every week. You'll hear from TV writers, actors, comics creators, pop culture critics. Nothing is off the table. Listen to X-Ray Vision on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. More Than a Movie is back with Season 2. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie. Because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. 
This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts.